The college football season came to an end last night. The top 18 picks in the NFL draft are locked in. Yup, it's time to turn the page. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. The college football season wrapped up in a very uneventful fashion last night with the blowout in the national championship game. We have the top 18 picks locked up in the NFL draft. You can feel it. You can smell it in the air that it is draft season. So we'll get into a little bit of an overview of that here in just a little bit. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at BetOnline. They feature live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. All you got to do, head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I don't know how many of us anticipated the college football uh, national championship game going the way that it did last night. I think many people expected Georgia to win. I think many people uh, expected Georgia to win convincingly. I was holding out a little bit of hope for some TCU magic, but it was not there. The TCU magic ran out there in the national championship in Georgia. Now with back-to-back national championships, they appear to be the standard bear in college football. But with that being over, the NFL regular season wrapping up. We have the top 18 picks locked, ready to go. Their orders will not move unless trades occur. And that is the signal. That is the beginnings of draft season for many people. Now, you guys know the drill here over at TDN Daily and over at the Draft Network. It's always draft season. We're always grinding the tape. We're always watching tape. We're always looking ahead towards draft prospects and team needs and free eight. We're always looking big picture. But there's something to be said about the college football season officially wrapping up and starting to get the declarations from more players. We learned today Paris Johnson declaring, uh, Jalen Carter declaring. These declarations are happening. We're going to learn the Senior Bowl roster here pretty soon we're already hearing rumblings people are being asked hey Chicago hey Ryan Poles would you trade the number one overall pick just asking Ryan Poles that in a press conference Chris Ballard GM of Indianapolis had a press conference today hey would you move heaven and earth to move up to get a quarterback if that was your guy Chris Ballard unequivocally saying I do whatever it takes we are already in that season smokescreen season upon us the rumors the buzz Everything is in the air, and that is just, it's music to my ears. It is my favorite part of this process, trying to sift through the noise. Listen, what we do over here at TDN, it's a lot of fun, right? It's a lot of fun watching players. It's a lot of fun saying, wow, this guy's going to be really good. Uh, This guy profiles very good at the next level. Man, this guy would be a great fit, great wide receiver, great tight end, great running back. These quarterbacks, let's look at this quarterback class. It's fun to dive into the individual players, but you got to have the other piece of the chessboard, and that other piece are those picks and what order they sit in. So having 18 of them locked in, ready to go, you can start to dream. Okay, Chicago's got the number one overall pick. What would it look like if they moved down? What would it look like if they traded that pick? What's Houston going to do with two first round picks, including the number two overall pick and now a third head coach in three seasons? Arizona picking inside the top three. You can start to sit back and think about all of these different scenarios. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. And with that comes a lot of, uh, I think, caution that needs to be displayed here. And the, the part that I want to come to this show today with, and I think the topic that we're going to deep dive into, is this idea of you just got to take all this information in you got to piece it together 
You just put it, you file it away, you put some pieces of information as, hey, yeah, we, I'm not sure how much I believe this other piece of information. Okay, we'll take this. We put some stock into it. But this really is the kickoff to draft season. We still have playoff games to be played. We'll preview those later in the week. But we are getting closer and closer uh, to the Senior Bowl. That's at the end of the month. That should be a lot of fun. We'll have a ton of content live from Mobile from the Senior Bowl here for you here on TD and Daily, giving you my thoughts, my takeaways from all of that time. And so I'm, I'm treating this show today as kind of the kickoff, kind of the primer here for what this show is going to look like here over the next couple of weeks. And we've got the Senior Bowl at the end of the month. We've got the Combine right around that. Free agency is going to be a big deal. That's going to impact the way we view some of these teams and their team needs, what they're going to be looking for when it comes to the NFL draft. And listen, there are going to be quarterbacks on the move. Derek Carr is probably going to be on the move. Lamar Jackson might be on the move. Geno Smith might be on the move. A lot of quarterbacks changing teams, and then that changes the math. That changes the order. That changes the way that we do things here uh, when it comes to the NFL draft. And I feel as we enter this 2023 offseason, and again, we've got a couple of weeks of playoffs, but my team being one of the 18 teams that has their picks locked up, you can start to go down this rabbit hole of, hey, who are the upcoming free agents? Hey, what is the full draft class for all of these teams look like? Hey, we're getting these players declaring. allows you to piece together a big board. And I think, and maybe we say this every year, and coming off of an offseason in which we had uh, the Debo Samuel trade rumors, we had the Tom Brady retirement, unretirement, we had the draft night trades of A.J. Brown and Hollywood Brown, and we had Tyreek Hill get traded. We had all these big things, right? And so I understand that this is going to be a tough thing to say out loud. I think we are gearing up for the most eventful, the most newsworthy, the most chaotic offseason that we've seen in the NFL in a really long time. Again, we've talked about it a little bit on this show over the past couple of weeks, but you have teams picking inside the top 10 that are going to be in need at quarterback. You have the number one overall pick sitting with a team that doesn't need a quarterback. Jacksonville sat in this spot last year. They stood pat. Will Chicago stand pat, or will they try to get the Kings ransom for that? How many quarterbacks ultimately get on the move? I listed a couple earlier, but let's let's move beyond those three. We've got Lamar. We've got Geno. We've got Derek Carr. Tom Brady might be playing for a new team next year as he enters free agency. Where does Jimmy Garoppolo play next year? Does Aaron Rodgers continue to play in Green Bay? And if he does, does that mean Jordan Love is playing elsewhere next season? The Jets are going to be in the mix. What do they do with Zach Wilson? We already mentioned the Bears. There's already these weird rumors, these weird rumblings of, yeah, maybe the Bears should consider taking Bryce Young and and trading Justin Fields to reset their quarterback contract. You're going to hear it all, folks. You're going to hear it all throughout the course of this offseason. That's just the quarterbacks. You don't think we're going to have some wide receiver trades that happen this offseason? You don't think there are going to be players that are going to want to get paid here in the offseason and will might force their way on to new teams? You're going to have new head coaches in Carolina, potentially. You're going to have a new head coach in Indianapolis, potentially. Definitely a new head coach in Arizona and Houston. you got teams picking inside the top four. Three teams, two, three, and four, all going to have new head coaches next year, more than likely unless Jeff Saturday stays in Indianapolis. You've got that as a backdrop. You have... The entirety of the free agency cycle, which is going to see probably money get spent at large. You've got teams with tons of cap space. The Bears have cap space. We know what teams like Arizona, Houston, Indianapolis, Seattle, Detroit, who got two first-round picks. These are all teams that are going to want to spend in the offseason to continue to build on what they did in 2023. And as always, there's going to be a curveball. There's going to be something that you're not anticipating that comes out of nowhere that ends up being on the radar, like the Chiefs trading Tyreek Hill, like A.J. Brown getting traded on draft night to the Philadelphia Eagles. These 
these things are real. And in a draft class in which it feels as if there's not a consensus, where I think a lot of people feel there are not 32 players caliber of a first-round grade to be selected in the first round. Do we have more trades this year? Do we see more draft night trades of picks? Do we see more trades ahead of time? These are all the questions that are just bouncing around in my head since the season ended, since the college football season has ended. We can start to evaluate things, these things a little bit more realistically because we know where teams are going to pick. Remember the podcast episode I did a couple of months ago? What would the Raiders do if they had the sixth pick overall? Well, now we know they had the seventh pick overall. We know that Detroit's going to be picking six and 18. We know where Chicago, Houston, and Arizona are picking. We know all of these things. We know all of this context that allows us to make some uh, informed predictions and to have some informed conversations. Tomorrow on the show, a little bit of a spoiler here in the middle of the show here, we're going to talk with Jamie Eisner, who put together a mock draft that saw, that had multiple trades in the first round and also had a coaching trade. And yes, oh, by the way, I didn't even mention that Sean Payton might return to coaching or Sean McVay might step away. Jim Harbaugh might be coming back. Imagine, these are just the things that I could think of off the top of my head that could potentially happen and are pretty likely to happen here in this offseason. Did you catch your breath? Because that is the pace that I think this stuff is going to happen at this offseason. It is going to be frantic. It is going to be chaotic. The NFL has done a fantastic job in recent years really monopolizing their offseason time. The Senior Bowl is a big deal. The Combine's a big deal. The start of free agency is a big deal when the legal tampering can occur. Now the lead-up to draft night is a big deal in which you have trades that are occurring out of nowhere. The NFL never stops. It is always in the front of mind. And so as we sit back here, there's not a huge deep dive into a specific topic like what would the what should the Bears get with the number one overall pick if they were to trade it. We'll kind of focus on that tomorrow. But my big reflection point here today as the college football season came to an end, and trust me, I could not do 12, 14, 15 minutes on that game last night. What's there to say? Georgia dominated. They're the national champs. They run college football right now. TCU, a great story, a fantastic season. They should hold their heads up high for what they were able to accomplish. That's it. I gave it to you in a bite-sized 25-second clip there of how I would sum up the national championship. But it does signify the change. College football season is officially over. 18 teams now are contemplating their futures in the National Football League, already putting the groundwork, laying the foundation of these are the free agents we want to target. These are the potential coaching changes we want to make. This is what we might do with our draft capital. This work has already started, and so it is going to be up to us here on this show, and you you folks listening here, we're going to weed through it all. We are going to be bouncing around from topic to topic. We are going to explore all the different hypotheticals. I think my favorite part of being able to do this show and have this format that I have, this platform that we do have, is we can explore all the crazy. We can explore what Chicago would get if they traded the, the number one overall pick. We can explore what the Raiders should get for Derek Carr in a trade. We can focus on these individual things, and we can have a lot of fun in the process and talk to the people at the Draft Network who it is their job. They are in the weeds on all of these teams. They are in the weeds on all of these different prospects, players, teams, team needs, coaching dynamics, systems, all of the things that are going to impact all of these these decisions. So I, not a huge show in terms of a big topic. Again, we got a big one lined up tomorrow here for uh, Jamie's Mock Draft, which will have around two to it and again if you have not seen Jamie's mock draft over at the draftnetwork.com uh, a lot of fun multiple first round trades uh, quarterbacks get traded Derek Carr's on the move Sean Payton finds a new home and the Saints get compensation there uh, a round two will be added to that tomorrow we've got playoff uh, games to preview here later in the week maybe we'll get some more coaching news here between now and then but it felt very uh, 
tone setting here today on the show to kind of set the stage. Now that the college football season has come to an end, we know the top 18 picks in the NFL draft. We're starting to get a better picture of what this offseason might look like. And so it felt a good opportunity to kind of reflect and really kind of take in what kind of chaos could occur this offseason. And I am predicting uh, some chaos. And, and I, it's, I think it's going to rival last year. I think we are going to top the chaos of last year. And, and if it has anything, to, if it gets anywhere close to what last year was, man, it is going to be a lot of fun for us here uh, as NFL fans, as college football fans, as NFL draft fans, and as uh, the host of this podcast where we get to talk about it here on a daily basis. So just wanted to give you guys a primer of what to expect here uh, over the next couple of weeks here on the show. And again, kind of set the stage for the remainder of the week. we got a lot of fun things planned uh, here, specifically tomorrow when Jamie is going to join the show. So just a bit of an update show here for you uh, as the college season comes to an end last night with Georgia make, making it two in a row. Uh, we'll see if they're going to be the favorites. I believe they already are listed as the favorites. Uh, to three-peat and to win the College Football National Championship next season. That is going to do it for us here on the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Appreciate you taking the journey uh, with me here every day on the show. Appreciate you rating, uh, reviewing, subscribing, following along with all of the chaos that we talk about here on the show. Thanks, as always, to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody make it a great rest of your Tuesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.